Okay. Anyway. Hi. Okay. Anyway. Hi. Okay. Anyway. Hi. Oh, get- hi. I don't want to talk about politics again, but it's kind of hard not to, I guess. But here, I got to turn my... I got to turn my... Uh... You too loud again? No. Well, probably. I have to turn my... Uh... God damn it. My headphones thing. So I hear it better. Then I maybe won't talk as loud if I think as loud. <laughs> you know, that might be part of the problem, right? <laughs> well, I've been trying to keep an eye on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think sometimes I just lean into the mic and it's time to lean. <laughs> oh. oh, I can tell this is going to be a doozy. You're listening to episode 36 of Time to Lean, and here's a song with your hosts, John and Phil. Tonight's episode, the boys have a beverage and then they talk a little bit, and then there's an original song, meaning that they wrote it themselves, not that it was that original. <laughs> uh, okay, what shouldn't we talk about tonight? Politics? Uh, okay, no no politics. COVID-19? Um, <laughs> I mean... It's, everybody's talking about that. When this comes out, who knows what's going to be going on, though? Right. I know, and after the last song, people will think we're part of it, the part of the problem. It was very timely. Uh, actually, our episode 35 came out today, so that's exciting. We're recording hours after our we, our last one was released. It's like wow. We planned it that way. Wow. And now this one will be, maybe, hopefully it will be, be released. I don't know. Someday. Yeah, I, I on the way home from work, I stopped at Costco, and it was like, you know when like Florida has hurricane time and yeah. you see the news footage of everybody at the warehouse clubs trying to stock up on bottled water and toilet paper and all that stuff. It yeah. was kind of like that. People were just buying so much shit. Now, I'm not seeing that as bad in other stores, although I haven't shopped for a few days. But mm-hmm. do you think hoarders are more likely to go to a place? Not hoarders. um, doomsday preppers are more likely to go to a place like probably sam's club yeah no they they obviously go to costco too people get a little bit crazy and uh, yeah and and i stopped at a different grocery store after that to pick something else up and they had signs up saying that they have no hand sanitizer and all that stuff sure because everybody's buying that I think Target was saying, or our Target was saying, though, they're limiting the amount of hand sanitizer a person can mm-hmm. buy at each trip. I don't know. Yeah, that's wise. <laughs> well, we can just seem to make our own. Well, I haven't you looked, can. I haven't you looked get, at the recipes. Is it like... Mean, uh, I know you need... Uh, Everclear? <laughs> you need alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use my single malt scotch collection to make <laughs> hand sanitizer. <laughs> Hey John, we're, we're, you and I are probably sanitized from the inside out after all this. That, that's right. Drink enough whiskey. Speaking of whiskey, uh, Sean and uh, um, one of our two timers—that's what I'm calling our return no. guests now. <laughs> um, one of our two timers, our only two timers so far, and maybe I—I I have to rethink the name, but um, double so, timer. <laughs> no, they're <laughs> repeaters, <laughs> repeat offenders. Yeah, <laughs> no. that. That's they're all offensive. <laughs> uh, but you and Sean and I are planning on going on a, to a Irish whiskey tasting. 
at Liquor Boy uh, in a few days. Is that still yes. scheduled? You know, that's a good question. I, w- I was about to make a joke about, oh, if it's still happening. And if we want to just go and hang out and watch something, that's fine, too. <laughs> yeah, we have we always have a backup. Let's look at their event page. Time to grill and chill. We need that. And that, I'm fine with just that. Just hanging out. I think that's important. Uh, it's still on the website. Doesn't say canceled. Even though that's a lot of people in a crowded store, all crowding together to get free booze. As there are over 50 Irish whiskeys, creams, and beers to taste. Even if, whether or not we decide to go, we should still hang out. That's a, that's a, that's a good we'll, thing. Uh, we'll report back on our next episode. <laughs> I know everybody is really curious. People may have a lot of more time on their hands if they can't go anywhere. So maybe all yeah. of a sudden our listeners will spike. They haven't uh, canceled classes at my place of work yet, but uh, they have at yours. Well, they they haven't canceled classes, mm. but they've. Um, they can't be in person. I think what what is it? What are they saying? All the classes will be um, online. They're online, but they're calling it something different. Um, remote learning or something. I don't know. I I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I heard that. <laughs> I heard that uh, we can cut this part out. (laughs) Well, maybe maybe it doesn't matter because Saudi Arabia doesn't allow their people to do online learning. And I I think other countries do, too. And I don't know if it's some religious thing. I don't know why. I don't think the Quran ever said anything against online learning, but they um, and maybe they should rethink it either way. It's uh, distance learning or something like that. They can call it, but they <laughs> really I had never heard of this. Yeah, well, I won't say who told me. <laughs> yeah, well, we definitely should cancel. <laughs> Cut that. Out. Not cancel that. Oh, we're canceled. Yay! Hey, no. cancel. <laughs> we're 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 gonna self cancel. It's kind of, kind of like self deporting. <laughs> oh, this is even worse. I didn't think it could get worse, but it did. Or quickly retiring all of a sudden. Is, is that something? <laughs> yes. Is that a segue? <laughs> wow. You have been a long time. Uh, it's part of your, your is it night, almost nightly routine is, is to um, watch a hardball. That's a little bit no. extreme, but um, it is something I have watched over the years. Let's say that. Sure. Yeah, you don't watch it every night. But when we've referenced hardball several times... Uh, in the show, and and Chris Matthews, well, and of course that was in the news. Um, there, it isn't just Corona and and uh, COVID nineteen and the stock market and and uh, all this other stuff and politics. The Bernie Bros. Yeah, well, okay, and also there was a connection because your dad really liked uh, liked Chris. He'd been around a long time. So it's interesting the the the. The regular, the regular uh, nightly hosts of MSNBC have two nostalgic connections for me. As you mentioned, my my late father liked Chris Matthews. Um, I don't know how much he was. I wouldn't call him a super fan, but he 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 did the cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> he went ha. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Chris, 
Chris is easy to to make fun of, no doubt. But I'll get back to that in a second. Sure. But he uh, he he did watch him, and it, part of it was when he was on and things like that. But I know he did like him. And Chris Matthews was kind of an old old school Democrat most, most of the time. Speech um, speechwriter for Carter. Yeah. Yep. That that's right. And, and the other nostalgic uh, attachment is Rachel Maddow. Who is definitely not retired, but my late grandmother really liked her. Back oh yeah, when, before before Rachel became the powerhouse that she is today. Right, the the uh, ratings juggernaut of MSNBC. She really is, and <laughs> yeah, so good and well good deserved. Well deserved. <laughs> but I think at the time when Rachel first got her own show, um, somebody like her on cable news was unusual. And I think my grandmother, who was very into politics and astute about these things, very astute, appreciated that, and that Rachel was somebody who who kind of spoke her language with progressive politics. So, yeah, brought a different. So perspective. that's great. Um, so I, I have a little bit, of, even when Rachel gets a little bit uh, bonkers on stuff because she she gets a little too far into things, but. I still have a, a, a do you mean a soft into the for do you mean into the weeds kind of a thing? Or oh I yeah, yeah, definitely. The, the best. Um, yeah. I probably used this example before, but somebody who I follow on Twitter made the very funny but true comment that whenever Rachel is explaining, like gesturing that she does with her hands, I'm doing it right now as I talk. <laughs> kind of the, the, this kind of is she Italian gesture with both both hands halfway raised up explaining a concept the comment was i sometimes feel rachel rachel it looks like she is trying to explain something to her cat (laughs) (laughs) okay that was a hilarious comment because you could just see it if if you and if you ever watch rachel maddow you'll know exactly what i'm talking about a cat would like scratch you (laughs) yeah so anyway i'm off topic did she start on um what was the uh, radio uh, Air America? Was she, did she get her start I, on that? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. Uh, Air America was the the progressive radio network that was trying to carve out a niche of progressive talk radio. Well, to kind of counteract all like the three yeah. million you know conservative talk radio shows. Exactly, and that, that, that's where before Al Franken got into the Senate, he 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 was yeah. one of the people that launched the network and. Al Franken, the, the best thing about Al Franken's show back when it was on, and of course, we're both still, I think, fans of Al Franken. It's, it's complicated. He, but yes, it is complicated. Well, I'll get to that. It's kind of a, it's not that far off topic with Chris Matthews, actually. But No. So, but Al Franken's show that he started, he at first referred to it as the O Franken Factor. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Because uh, based on the old Bill <laughs> Bill O'Reilly show, the O'Reilly Factor, O'Reilly, o- <laughs> yeah, or he called it O'Reilly, which is actually from one of Al Franken's books. I know, which are very entertaining reads. But I have but an autograph copy that I don't I know what to do was with. So funny that the just and he would call it the old Franken Factor. Um, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> and you know, it was. It was typical Al Franken stuff, but I just that's the thing that sticks out in my mind about it. But um, back to Chris, um, as everybody probably knows, Chris Matthews uh, retired abruptly from his uh, hardball show. Yeah. Uh, what was it? A week ago, wasn't it? 
A week ago on Monday. Yeah. I lo- so much happens so fast. I don't know what's it's going on. It's really crazy. Everybody's forgotten about it by now with the stuff that's going on. Before this, he, of course, he had some incidents come up. One yeah. of them um, was that a a woman accused him of some harassing comments. A guest. Like that. You, a guest. Yeah, yeah. It was a guest on his show that he he made. He was kind of hitting on her and making comments. It and it was, of, it was it was it was odd. It was like, uh, why haven't I fallen in love with you yet? Oh yeah, it was kind of, and I can totally see him saying that's, it like that. That's skeevy. <laughs> it, it, it is, and kind of a uh, like, yeah, yeah. It's 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 not cool. And no. you you can go read up if you don't know about it. Go read up on it and all that stuff. And and also he he tended to uh, not have much of a filter when he was on the air interviewing people. And he would just say say shit. Sometimes right. it was it was there were gaffes, things like that, like the whole thing about Bernie Sanders coming on like the Nazis invading France. Yeah, <laughs> you know, not the best metaphor. No. For, for a campaign. No. For campaign progress, things like that, <laughs> things like that. He's you know some of that stuff. I think he could kind of slide by on, and you know, he, again, he and he talked over people. He a lot of a lot of people did not like the, his style of of political discourse if you will it, okay but at, it was get it may be antiquated in today's reference point but mm-hmm. but before or a while back there was that uh, i think there was a progressive or a liberal or democrat need to counter some of that what was going on on the right on the radio and media to be more uh, assertive or aggressive, or um, I think there was uh, a desire for that, and I think that uh, hey, he's going to go get him, you know? Yeah, fighter. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, and it, 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 not that Chris Matthews was a politician because he never, he was never in office or anything like that, but he, he was kind of a classic in the the old CNN crossfire mold. Sure. Or McLaughlin group. We've made all fun, we've mentioned these before. Yeah. The, the wrong. Ac- <laughs> well, accidentally referencing it. I didn't exactly. do that professor. <laughs> no, no, no. It just became part of my sub my psyche. You're you're carrying on the, the tra- tradition, but it's kind of a brawling steamroller style of, of political debate. Yeah. That for good reasons is not always what you want. No, it's good to be a good listener. <laughs> right. And I I think I, it's complicated. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see. Well, the, and then the one of the final straws I think was um, is the interview with Elizabeth Warren, which I have not yes. seen. Full disclosure. I, I, I was watching when it happened. Yeah, it was. It was on one of the primary nights or something like that, or debate I, nights. Sorry. I think the issue there, not just the way that he was overlapping her or whatever, <laughs> interrupting mm-hmm. her and stuff, or being maybe too aggressive with talking with her. I, I don't I don't read about I didn't read anyone saying that. I think that the, the issue was that it was a Michael Bloomberg Michael Bloomberg um Oh it, it was the thing where where he supposedly said told told one of his employees to kill it as in get an abortion, that kind of stuff. And he said I can't I can't believe he said that. Yeah, yeah, it it came across as why would this man lie about this and and why would the it was basically a erred on not believing the woman. Right. And that's the way it sounded. It really And did. that prob I'm guessing that wasn't his intention, but but it did sound I, I like that. I think it came there were two aspects of it for me. Uh, one was an old 
again, he's he's an old guy. He's you know people get set in their ways and and standards are different. But but kind of giving the guys more of a benefit of the doubt than they probably deserve. Yeah. But it was also kind of I think he was thinking ahead of himself as a strategy. Like why would he? Why would somebody like this say something like that? <laughs> yeah. Not that it wasn't even a Mike Bloomberg was a saint. Why would he ever say such a thing? No. I, I think he was thinking very strategically, and it just was muddled enough that it was easy to read it the wrong way. I I did. Um, I try not to get into the comments too much, but it, it did feel like there was. A, I don't know how to word this. There, there was a lot of grave dancing. Yeah. When he was forced to leave. And it, it, it it's it's pretty certain to me that he was going to be fired or or there was some mutual thing, even though I think he probably chose to leave early rather than fight. And maybe not maybe not that day, but <laughs> Yeah, it sounded like it was a if you watch the, the no, coverage. That, that was, yeah, it, it was, was really pretty, something else. They they obviously yeah. did not see it coming no. that day. No. So, but the thing about it is, is that, and yes, random people commenting, you know, a lot of people didn't like him, whatever, but obviously a lot of people do, and they're not all Trump people. Right. <laughs> they weren't Trump people talking ab- about that. They weren't watching him. And I just think that there was a lot of, of people equating him with really offensive, horrible people, you know, Harvey Weinstein, whatever, yeah. that they were. Epstein. And that that that's the part that bugged me that that people just had to go to the most extreme uh, behavior and just lump him in with everybody else. I, I think. Well, okay. So back to Al Franken. I mean, I think there's yeah, yeah. There's there's some of that. It, that's why it crosses over, doesn't it? I think uh, crossover. I think that's a new show. <laughs> I think there's a spectrum of what uh, of offenses, <laughs> and they're all terrible. And and yes, we're white men talking about this, which is probably yeah. <laughs> probably in, in, we're, we're offensive in our own way, actually, because we're coming from a. I guess we need to acknowledge that. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, let, let's let's make sure we acknowledge our our white male privilege, but we're still we're still we still have a right to talk about it. People can disregard that if they want to, <laughs> and they can call us out. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's higher ratings that way. I think we're trying to acknowledge. I don't know. I think we have. We want to have an opinion without sounding. You know, I don't know. It's it's complicated, but there is a spectrum of offenses, and um, I'm not saying. Well, well, and, and just to, to, to wrap up it. the Chris Matthews specific stuff <laughs> is that his apology I thought was very good, very heartfelt. It, it wasn't just that, but also was specific that. He acknowledged that it, he the, well. He basically he said up. that my my comments were more acceptable than in you know years ago, even though they were always wrong. I, I like that Things line. Like that. I think that was an important line. Uh, yeah, I thought that was very important, and that's that's one thing that I gotta give him respect for, and I th- I think a lot of other people do too. But um, yeah, I I just wanted to say that I think in o- overall. We who like <laughs> that kind of cable news, whatever, and and it's it's an old audience. Let's just be honest, but I, I think we're all poorer for him not being there. 
I, 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 I miss, I miss somebody with his perspective, even though he was, you know, most of the rest of the network is not in his age group and does not have his perspective. It was still fine. his, his, uh, his voice and his opinion was still valid, but yeah. And his long experience with all, I mean, yeah, experience. He, he, like a lot of old people like us, he, <laughs> he would get really wrapped up in nostalgic things like talking about Jack Kennedy or blah, 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 sure. or, you know, other, you know, his, his younger days. I guess I liked that the best. I didn't care so much for the other the other aspects of the show i kind of i guess he can write books or something but he is he's no no he, he does he's obviously fine and he was apparently close to retirement anyway so yeah that's fine but, but you know what maybe he should have retired a little bit earlier <laughs> second guess it yeah i, I just saying like you know t- we, we don't want to be the 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 people that say that old people we're, we're not going to um become an ageist yeah oh yeah well ageism i was trying to think of a cultural reference like um uh, logan's run for example where people <laughs> are forcibly retired at age 30 well maybe uh coronavirus will take care of that for us <laughs> yeah. yeah it's there's a lot of morbid comments about that but anyway i just wanted to t- you know say I, I i will miss chris matthews yeah even though i i acknowledge that he he did fuck up, yeah. And it, it was, was time prob- to go. Yeah, you know, it was probably at this point, having with his recent track record, yes, he probably shouldn't be in a prime time news spot. And we need new voices, so. right? And I think Joe Biden has talked about bringing in the younger folks. I, I really hope that's true, and I hope they they do that because they need to get it. The experience or whatever and prove that they can um, like Amy, even Amy Klobuchar, who's not like seven. But I mean, you know, let's say she's the next vice president or something that will position her to uh, show uh, that she's capable of X, whatever that is, and uh, be a stronger candidate next time. They have to bring in the Pete Buttigieg and whatever to get get them in, get them more. more experience, more exposure, more, and, and turn it over to them. The old people, whoops, <laughs> the the previous generation needs to turn things over, you know, so. Oh, <laughs> politics. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, we'll try and wrap this <laughs> no, up. No, I, I started it. Um, uh, obviously, okay. <laughs> Joe Biden is doing well because he is considered a kind of a, a safe choice. And it people, was all rigged. People are scared of a lot, you know, not only the COVID and everything, but just that we need a, a grown-up, and Joe Biden is a grown-up mainly due to his experience and that people assume that he will put professionals back in the government. And he'll write the ship. We have, to, we have to say, you know, kind of get back to a position where we can <laughs> collect our bearings, and I think that's where a lot of people are coming from. Yeah, and there, there's there's other factors at work and stuff like that, but I think it would be a big mistake for Biden and his people not to make serious efforts to get the the people who are Bernie supporters. Yeah, uh, at least try and have them some of them, some of them, <laughs> whatever, what a seat at the table, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, and that that's that's it's challenging because there's a lot of bad blood. 
back after the last election. But, you know, after the last election, the DNC brought Bernie in. I don't know to the full at what extent, but they uh, Bernie helped make the rules this round. Well, he did, and yet he's never quite... The thing is, Bernie never really... Sorry, Bernie supporters, I I get you. But the as a, a, a political leader, I don't think he ever really embraced the party and didn't really want to be its leader, which he could have been once once Trump won. And there was that vacuum of people in the party. Well, but he he's he's positioned himself as uh, somebody that's going to bring down the establishment, which includes uh, uh, the, the yeah, DNC. That, that includes that party. But <laughs> and so I I don't that that's why I don't really blame people for being for for their being hard feelings about that and and that you know again Bernie Sanders isn't a Democrat. But the but I'm I'm getting upset. And, no offense to my friends who might be listening that are Bernie fans, but they they are you know they're saying things like rigged and and the DNC yep, yep. is is it's like I where is this evidence you know what are you talking about now the now the latest thing that somebody posted is uh, I think Bernie Sanders may have said this that there was the Democrats were suppressing the vote in Michigan or something like that because of longer waiting lines I'm like that's irresponsible if he said that yeah that's irresponsible. I, I... I think, as usual, I think I think Sanders has been careful to not say that. But yeah, people are crazy. There's there's still the the portion of them that are very just my way or the highway, and that we're still going to have a few people, assuming that Biden gets the nomination, that are going to say, "Oh, who cares? They're both the same." Oh yeah. Well, one's yeah, orange. Yeah, I think it'll be fewer though. I really do. One of them's and orange. I th- it's I totally turn- different. Turnout's going to be better. Probably on both sides, unfortunately, because people are so fired up. But, yeah. Um, yeah, well, it's going to be really hard. And let's see what these uh, the hearings are bring out in the in the the uh, uh, no, and that's not Bo. Yeah, he's not no longer with us. But the <laughs> oh, Hunt, oh, Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. Oh, they're going to have some hearings. Well, they got to get to the bottom to. of that yeah, one. Our our good good man. Hello, we talked about him like two weeks ago. What is his name? Uh, Mitt Romney, sorry. Yeah. Um, he He's skeptical of having hearings where they, they hammer Hunter Biden, which good for him. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what, how, I how think that... he, I think he voted to allow the subpoena though. <laughs> even, even if that doesn't succeed, you're going to have tons of dirty campaigning about that stuff. And then what it sounds like is that Bloomberg and all of his money, they're, they're going to just run tons of ads attacking the Trump family. No. And so it's going to just be nasty. Yeah. And that's what, unfortunately, that's what we, the system we have right now. Well, especially when a, a certain candidate has almost all of his family involved in the government. <laughs> it, well, it's very easy to attack, and, and there's so much there. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of it's their legitimate problems. And let's let's just be a little bit fair and that... The whole nepotism, Hunter Biden being on the board of the Ukrainian gas company and all that, you know, that that's not good either. I think it was investigated and it was it was legal, but well, it wasn't necessarily it, it, wonderful. But, but the fact that it's legal, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Yeah. He was just playing by the rules, which which are crooked. <laughs> right. 
So you can't really, in a way, you can't blame him. And it's small potatoes compared to the Trump family, but it's still not great. I don't think we should and all I, love that. And I can get where, you know, some Democrats are wanting a pure candidate, but nobody is pure. No, everybody has no. some something, <laughs> you know. Yeah, Bernie has a vacation home or <laughs> You know, he's a he's a millionaire. He's not a billionaire, but yeah, that, that's, yeah, whatever. It's bogus, but I don't care. Good for him. There are a lot of seventy-year-old billionaire, or sorry, millionaires with an M. Well, yeah. if you count everything that your your net worth is and all that, you know, it's not that much money these days. Well, then there's that. <laughs> now we're going to be uh, have an economist econ- economics show. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. How about the stock market? No, I need to get another beverage. I do too. Well, after that segment. Okay. <laughs> oh. My balls are not hard. No kidding. I'm three drinks in. Hello. What? All of my brisket cooks were wrapped in pink butcher paper. I hear the door. I hear the door. If only we had Mexican arcades still to talk about. Sad. I hear the door. Improvise a limerick. Hello. Here's a song. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I'm not going to write a song about Chris Matthews' balls. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> I hope something else comes out. <laughs> oh boy. We boxed ourselves in a corner. Okay. Uh, so, what are you drinking tonight, Phil? Everything. <laughs> what are you re-drinking? <laughs> re-drinking. Uh, okay, so I had uh, a little Buffalo Trace. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A nice uh, lower top shelf. <laughs> mid-shelf, let's say that. That is a solid mid-shelf bourbon. Very nice. It's, it's so hard yeah. to get Eagle Rare nowadays, so what are you going to do? I haven't, I haven't seen it in months. I'm, hoard, I'm hoarding my last bottle of it along with a bunch of toilet paper and hand sanitizer. <laughs> John hoards different things. Uh, I know how to get Eagle Rare, but um, another place I go, Inani. No, wait, it's next to Inani. That's owned by the same guy. I've talked about Inani a hundred years ago. But um, I th- what's the name of that? The liquor store next door to it is uh, Sunset Sunfish Liquor Store. No, it's not liquor. I think it's Sunfish something. Right. Sunfish Cellars Wine and Spirits. Try saying that after a couple of beverages. Yes, it's at 981 Sibley Memorial Highway. Sunfish Cellars Wine and Spirits on Sibley. Closes as eight. But it's kind of it's kind of famous. Or not famous. It's kind of uh, more upscale. And they have a a, a nice deli. Uh, they have some in the back for $79. What? Yeah. <laughs> I know. What, what were okay, we getting it for? 29 for a quite 29, a while. 29, yeah, so 30 bucks was a good price for that. It's maybe it's worth 35. I think beyond that it's not that great. 
but supply and demand. Yeah, yeah. You know, someday things will, will calm down and you'll see it again. Something else will get more trendy. I, I think it's partially our fault because we talked about Eagle Rare quite a we bit. Did. And then all of a sudden it was so hard to get. It's probably that our listener in the Philippines bought it all. Dear listener in the Philippines, please contact us on our Facebook page. I want to know who you are and I'd, but you could be a guest. Our listeners. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, what are you drinking? I, I am drinking a Rob Roy. Uh, you've been getting into those more lately again. And this one I made up a, uh, a Rob Roy with Dewar's 15-year-old. Okay. So this is like a Manhattan but with scotch, right? <clears throat> right. Scotch, sweet vermouth, and bitters. Well, if we're not completely wiped out after the uh, Irish whiskey tasting, I'd like to try one again because I can't quite remember. It, it's a nice fifteen-year-old blended whiskey. It's it's very very mellow, smooth, and all that stuff. So it doesn't have a lot going on, but it's it's nice. Okay. It's a good thing just on a on a Wednesday night. You you want to have a. <laughs> An unchallenging but pleasant scotch. <laughs> it's nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And, and in, the, in these challenging times, we need unchallenging beverages from time I, to time. I, I don't need a smoky, kick-you-in-the-ass scotch. <laughs> Not today. Say, while we were gone on break, I happened to look up uh, Air America on Wikipedia. And... Uh, I think I was confusing Rachel Maddow with Randy Rhodes. However, oh, I remember Randy Rhodes. However, yeah. Rachel Rowe, uh, Rachel Rowe, Ra- <laughs> Rachel <laughs> Rowe v. Wade. What? what role? Oh, no. she she was overturned. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Maddow. Oh. I had a show, did have a show, on there. <laughs> Rachel Maddow did. Uh, well, okay. Here, here's a line. Rachel I Maddow moved her show yeah. to television. On the MSNBC network. There's some kind of Mark Marin comment here. I, I don't know if you can trust everything on. He started his WTF podcast by trespassing in Air America Studios after the network's demise. Anyway, I'm not going to read Wikipedia to our fans. That's, That's, that is incredibly lame. <laughs> but it might help your listeners sleep at night. Oh, God. Why are we here? Why are you there? Are you there? Once I was there too. But then I came here. I like it here. It's nice here. I'm surrounded by my favorite things. I can't think of them offhand. But they are all around me. I'm sure. That's it. That's it. Good night, Chris. Um, I was going to talk about uh, stereo buying. Oh, yeah. You got a 
a new stereo. Yeah, so the background is that many years ago, I since I was a child, actually, I have had stereo equipment, which, you know, those, those separate components and speakers and wires and all that stuff, and you'd hook a turntable and a tape deck and later a CD player and all those components. boxes. Lots of boxes. Yeah, yeah, boxes, lots of cables and... LP record you, you, player. You would gradually piece it together and all that stuff. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. You, not everybody. Well, I'm guessing our listeners do. <laughs> our demographic. A, a number of years ago, I, I, I went through some changes in my life and you know, moved and other, other things. And I, I walked away from my old stereo stuff, which was probably getting obsolete anyway. And I had, until recently, I had not sought to rebuild any of it. Interesting. And I so guess I didn't a, know that. Yeah, for a long time, I just either didn't have one or I just have a a sound bar or one of those things you hook up your TV. Yeah, I think you were focusing more on the home entertainment kind of side yeah, of your yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's just I, having the equipment to get really good sound in your, your TV or to listen to music and all that kind of thing, that wasn't what I was really into or I... And it, it probably was not coincidence. It's not a coincidence that I started performing more music. Yeah. So... I, I was putting the energy into that, and of course, there's lots of uh, equipment you can buy for that. Well, here's another thing too, and just to interrupt you briefly, is yes. that I don't, I'm not taking the time to listen to things like I used to. I don't know if that's the same case with no, you. No, no, it, it. I have to kind of remind myself to do that. I haven't tuned out, as we used to say, in a long Even time. Even though I have, you know. Pretty much every CD, for sure, that I owned over the many years I had them, they've all been ripped and put in the cloud and all that stuff. When John passes away, he'd like to be ripped and put into a cloud. I have access to all that stuff. Or sure. if I want to log into a streaming service, I can listen to pretty much anything. I used to listen to your radio channel or whatever it was called. Your, uh, <laughs> when I would on, stream on, random where... tracks out of my iTunes library. Yeah. <laughs> And every yeah, now and that, then, that one of our cool. old HHK things would pop up. So, okay. I was thinking, again, I have a nice I have a nice TV, one that I like. And I thought, but I you haven't had a stereo. A little, better, a little better to listen to music on or yeah. have better movie sound, things like that. And so I thought, well, I could I could better buy a better sound bar because there are very good ones now. Some Which reminds me, I still owe you for your old one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep passing my old equipment on to Phil. Hey, John's old soundbar is great. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I haven't plugged it in yet. Uh, sorry. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, I need help setting it up. <laughs> but I, thought, I want something better than that. But it's better I, than so what I, I had. At that point, when you go beyond the something that you got at Costco or whatever, to something higher quality than that, you ha- you can either get a really fancy soundbar. Or yeah. you can build a small stereo system with uh, theater speakers. Oh. Again, in the old days, all you had was the home theater receiver. So that's that box that has it's a large black metal box that has the, the amplifier and the surround processor and all that stuff. And even a an F- AM FM radio. Oh, my. Crazy. 
and all that the old the you old could listen style. to Air America. You could actually listen to Air America on it. Yes. Is it still on? I I I think they're still around in some. Form. Wow. Okay. I thought well I can I can build the modern equivalent of that, and so I started doing I I over research everything. I well I benefit from your research because then I don't I, have to sometimes. It's, it's really it's really kind of a a sickness. <laughs> if anyone would like to pay John no. to help. <laughs> Yeah, well, help them decide on it. Hey, which one should I buy? Well, no, I've done that. It's fine. I I tend to mostly enjoy it, although at a certain point it becomes I become racked with indecision, and that's when it's not as fun. So I I start researching things and thinking, oh, there's got to be some really interesting stuff out there. And on one hand, there is, and on the other hand, it's kind of the same old stuff. Okay. So. The, the the big receiver box that has been around, I mean, there's been surround sound receivers since the sure. 80s, I think. That's pretty oh. safe. Right. Late 80s. I, I know they were around when I was in college. The thing that's interesting is how little some of it has changed. Really? They, well, they've updated the... Um, what else can you do? <laughs> you improve it. It's, it's definitely improved, and it has a lot of new features and... They they do all this no. this processing to to do your surround sound speakers and all that stuff. But the the interesting thing is that the form factor is still the large metal box with a lot of buttons on it, <laughs> and, and and a million connections on the back. Yeah, because they still assume that you you need you know six video inputs and a phono and a tape deck and whatever else. And no. they they did instead of changing it they they just added on the old system and made it bigger and more complicated oh it's going to be all no wires at some point it's still there's so many more inputs now still there is and yet the funny thing is like in my i refuse to call it a man cave because i don't i think that's bullshit but (laughs) my 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 downstairs room your your home entertainment center yes my H, heck, no. your heck. <laughs> Be, because because I, I have a Blu-ray player and a media device, you know, to play Netflix and all that stuff on. Yeah, a stick or something. Yeah, that's what most of them are now. And actually, this one, the one I'm using down there right now, is built into the TV. Right. But at, at the most, I will have a small hockey puck-shaped box <laughs> that, that streams everything. And then you could get a little hockey puck blue uh, Bluetooth uh, speaker. There you go. That's all you need. Is that called a dumb speaker? If it's Bluetooth, how can it be dumb? <laughs> well, they're pretty dumb. Okay. Well, you can't talk to it. <laughs> so I figure, well, I don't need all this these inputs. And I also have a piece of furniture down there that I, I want to fit this thing into. So it, yeah. I, I, I don't, I no longer, you know, for so many years ago, I had this huge equipment rack size piece of furniture to keep all these components in. A rack. Yeah, you know, it it's kind of like what you, today computer people would keep servers and stuff like that in. Sure. I remember. Yeah, and and so like I'd the have the audio equivalent of that, this this tall thing with all these components and it's, there's tons of wires everywhere. I don't need that because I don't have all these devices that I consume media on anymore and i hate wires 
Well, wires are a pain. They're messy. <laughs> wire management. Are, are you in wire management, sir? Hello, I've, I've just been promoted to wire director. Oh. All right. Direct the wires. <laughs> Series of tubes that go between these boxes. Ma- massive tubes. So, yeah, I don't need all this stuff. And I have this this IKEA shelving unit that looks nice and neat and everything. And there's a little spot down there that is pretty narrow and everything. And I just had a hell of a time finding something that would fit in there. Okay, so here, so I'm I'm going to backtrack. For yes. so so yes, I I know how your mind works, but maybe some of our listeners don't, and maybe I don't fully either or want to. But and no. you you don't want to know how my mind works entirely either. But uh, so not only were you researching the the best component for what you wanted, but you were also trying to get it to fit in that spot. Yeah, yeah, that's the hard part. Oh my, my head and is flowed. The thing is, amplifiers and all that audio equipment, you can make it incredibly small now, if you want to. Oh yeah. It does not have to be. If you if you if so if if you go on if you're not sure what I'm talking about, go online and just Google audio AV receiver or something like that, and you'll see this about 17 inch wide, you know, six inch tall large box and i wanted something smaller than that because i i don't need all that stuff but there's hardly anything out there that fits that (laughs) weird isn't that strange kind of because things it kind of is things kind of went smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller how kind of conservative that type of equipment is the industry I mean, it, it. The thing is, the it's insides, because old men have not retired and let the young people uh, say, "Hey, we only need this three-inch thing." Yeah, I, no. I, I don't know. I was, I was frustrated that I, I, I couldn't really. I, I did find eventually something that was a slim version of that receiver that just barely fit in there. But even <laughs> that thing has more, more connections and everything that I need. Does it have a VHS? <laughs> it has yeah it actually has what? analog video connections oh yeah, okay okay all right wow it doesn't call it vhs no no you could plug vhs into it though i'll bring my vcr over on saturday i've already I, i'll, no. I'll plug my i could plug my betamax into it <laughs> <laughs> we could watch that old uh night flight fireside theater thing Exactly. Oh my God. Okay. So I I don't know. So there, there's that part. So I finally found something that okay. just barely works, and it fits in there with difficulty. <laughs> but and and then okay. Speakers. But it's more than you need. Oh no, speakers. Oh yeah, it's oh. it's a little overkill for what I need. But speakers. Oh my God. It's it's fine. So speakers are another thing that are really hard to pick out. And on one hand, there are a lot of really good sounding speakers out there now that are not super expensive. Sure. That's the good part. That I, I, they've really figured out how to make <laughs> cheap cheap speakers sound good. You know, to quote Billy Joel, you get more mileage from a cheap pair of speakers. <laughs> sneakers. I thought it was sneakers. <laughs> I thought. Okay. Am I wrong no, about I, that? I, I, yeah. No. I, I. I'm kind of playing. I don't really know. <laughs> the narrator will figure it out. Are you it's, looking it up? You know what? I got that wrong. I think it's sneakers. Oh, it took me so long. 
It, it's a plicky. You know what? Fuck it. It's a, you can do it either way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Those misread uh, lyrics. I, I'm yeah, misheard lyrics. <laughs> Wrapped up like a deuce. <laughs> a douche. <laughs> a douche. Douchebag. Il douche. I'm a douchebag. Okay. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. No. Um, anyway, yes, you can get good speakers. They sound great. Actually, the thing is, most of the time you can't go listen to them before you buy them. So you have to. You know, I read, read read some reviews and I oh. found some that were the right size and everything. And I had to order them online. Yeah, and fortunately, they, I think they sound really good. But it's not like I could go into a store and listen to a whole bunch of them back to back and things like that. Like I used to be able to. Sure. I mean, you you, you can in some places, but it's it's kind of limited, and it's usually the the more high end stuff. So yeah, they're not going to have <laughs> whatever you got. <laughs> no, it, it's not. It, it's it, it's buying speakers is always hard. So you have you have speakers now downstairs. I Instead have of a, sound um, bar. a left to right and a center channel. Center channel, okay. And eventually I will put some surround speakers on the back wall. Oh, nice. When I get around to doing that. But I, I did the front ones, and I've got a subwoofer. Oh, God, I was going to say. you got to have some kind of subwoofer. Woof. It sounds very good. It's very Warf. good. And it's probably good enough. But the whole process was much more complicated than I was expecting. You Even think it would me. get? You think it, <laughs> you think things would have gotten simpler over the years, but they're not. But somehow, sad. Um, I need to take a really quick break. Uh, you know, I'll be right back too. Okay. Uh, three, two breaks in one episode. This is terrible. We're getting too old for this. What? Well, I don't know. You back? I'm sorry. I had to put something in the oven. Oh, that's what they call it nowadays. Was that a, was that a euphemism? Well, I had to get another Sad. beverage, or maybe I didn't have yeah. to, but I did. Evan Williams, Manhattan. That does the job. Yeah, I yeah. gotta parse out so, the Buffalo Trace. That's pretty much it on the stereo thing. I, I mean, I think it turned out fine, but I, I just I thought it would be there would be a little more. Things would be a little more creative as far as the solutions I, of what you can do. I, I'm but. surprised. I, I am surprised. Not I'm not some audiophile or expert on any of this stuff, but I'm surprised to hear that there. I mean, you, you'd think you know, maybe we should have Lynn H on, but this would be a good episode to have him as a guest. But what you'd think they could just do a really really simple like. Uh, I don't know, three inch box thing. And you know, may- maybe people who normally look for that will just buy sound bars because those are simple. That's the thing. I, I kind of wanted something in between. I wanted something that still had the stereo components, but but that was much more streamlined. What's the next step up from sound bar and what you got, and and what's the ultimate thing for if if somebody the, was going to have a whole is thing? a larger. AV receiver box with uh, seven speakers and two subwoofers. Seven speakers in your room. That, that's the current, I believe that's the current um, theater standard. 
Where do you put the seven speakers? All around? So there's still the three in the front, there's two in the back, and then there are some ones in the middle. Oh, then you need that bass thing under your seat that vibrates. Well, the, then that's another thing altogether. Yeah. The rum, the rumbling tumbleweed. No. Hear them under your seat. The rumbling vibrations need. They can massage your feet. Which I first experienced at uh, watching uh, 2040 Blade Runner 2049 with uh, oh, that's right. Sean Butt and Connie. Shakers. Yeah. <laughs> I never, that was just too much. It was distracting. That was first um, done in the uh, 70s for the movie Earthquake. <laughs> it was called Sense Around. Okay, sure. Then there was Smell Arama or whatever, too. Smell O Vision. Smell O Vision. <laughs> So I'm going to put a quick, um, speaking of that, out. About smelling? A quick endorsement um, regarding that is a movie from the early 1990s called Matinee. Have you ever heard of it? Oh, boy, that sounds familiar. Um, it stars John Goodman. Yeah? No, it's I don't know. About, it takes place during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Wow. And it's in this, in it, I think it's in Key West, the town. Yeah. And I've been there. John Goodman plays this uh, super cheesy B-movie promoter like Monster Movies. Okay, this is sounding familiar. And he's coming to town to plug his newest movie, and he, he rigs the local movie theater with all these gimmicks and things like that. And the, the there is some plot with the, the kids that go to the movie and all that stuff. It's really quite good. Okay. If you ever run across it, it's, it's, it's really fun. I had never seen it, and... Uh, one of the reviewers I read um, recommended it, and it it's quite charming, actually. And it has a lot of great early 1960s nostalgia stuff that they do. And it, it kind of captures the historical time. And that was a weird time, the Cuban Missile yeah. Crisis. Yeah, and of course, it's happening right when, when this movie is supposed to premiere and everything, so... <laughs> And you know, there, there's a little subplot where the movie theater owner has a bomb shelter under under the theater and stuff like that. And, you know, it's really funny. Okay, that that sounds good. Yeah. I so I have a PBS passport um, that came along with donating to PBS and my TPT station because um, I don't have any other streaming thing at the moment. But we'll probably have to get Netflix again at some point when Stranger Things comes back. <laughs> that's the one thing you watch. <laughs> uh, no, I, there were other things I had on there, but oh, that's good. I, I, I hopefully they saved my list because wow, that was something. But um, all kinds of things I never got to. <laughs> but I uh, so PBS has this digital studios thing, okay. which which is like uh, it, it's just it, it's uh, it, it's probably stuff that they only put online. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But there have been some, I, I have been enjoying some of that stuff more than actually the other public uh, television offerings because I'm not really into the costume romance stuff, but whatever. Masterpiece Downton Theater. <laughs> Historical blah, 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 blah. Okay. But uh, 
there's a show on there called Monstrum. There's a, a, a lady whose name I've, I've forgotten, but she's... Her name is Emily Zarka. She's like a monster expert in literature and, and that kind of thing. And, and she... she uh, I, I'm really enjoying that. They're only like 26 minutes and she... You know, I, I've never heard of some of these monsters. Uh, and she, she gets into all the, uh, the cultural uh, significance and references. And, and I don't know. It's, I, I'm enjoying that quite a bit. That's what I'm watching. So there. Monstrum. Go watch okay. that, everybody, if you can find it. Maybe it's on yeah. YouTube, too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Another thing we watched recently, which was was interesting, was Jojo Rabbit. Oh, I know. That's been on my list, too. I really like the director writer guy. Yeah, yeah. And of course, he plays Hitler. Yeah. Well, who who really wouldn't funny. want to do that? Yeah. That yeah, would... it's a, like a it's a dream role <laughs> for some of us. <laughs> Captain Hook, um, Hitler, whatever. Yeah, Satan. I'll be interested. I played to Satan. Hear what you think. Yeah. Well. Well. Okay. That's the same guy that uh, the first time I I think I heard of that um, person director. And I don't know what he did before that, but I I saw Thor Waikiki or I'm sorry, I I I always forget his name how to pronounce his name. No, Taika Waititi. I I uh, it was Thor Ragnarok, and uh, wow, Fraggle Rock, yeah, Thor Fraggle Rock, and my God, I haven't laughed. I laughed actually laughed out loud in the theater, um. And and I don't know when the last time I may probably up in smoke when I was uh, nine nine <laughs> or something. Drive in. <laughs> yeah, um, it's interesting. Yeah, you have to see what you think. It's it's got a little bit of a Wes Anderson vibe going on. Sure, sure. The 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 style. Um, sure. It's sort of a dark comedy, but it's it's a little it's interesting. I oh, it sounds really good. Sounds really good. I I get. I don't know. What else? I haven't been any. I haven't been anywhere or done anything hardly. At some point, we won't be able to go anywhere. So how are we going to? Yeah, it was. It's funny. I was. I was thinking um, earlier that oh, I'll, if I'm forced to work at home, I'll. I'll have to stay home, and my gigs will get canceled and all that stuff, and I'll. I'll get time to catch up with all these movies <laughs> that that I, I have bought over the last couple of years and not watched, and I buy them faster than I can watch them. Yeah. And, and I, I, I'm of course I. I, I You're hoarding movies. To the, I, I totally am. Uh, back to back to the Twilight Zone episode where the, you know, the guy survives the apocalypse <laughs> and now he has time to read everything oh, and then his glasses no. break. Yeah, maybe time you, enough at last. Maybe and, the internet and, will and go and down. My, yeah, my my uh, the electricity will go out and I won't be able to watch them. So that's the mod- <laughs> modern Twilight Twilight Zone version of of. Of that yeah, story yeah, Black too. Mirror could remake that easily. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I haven't seen that either. Yeah, well, if you ever get back oh. on Netflix, you can watch that. Is it still there? Um, I think so. They well, Five. no, they I think they own the show now. So yeah. Oh wow! Just Netflix. like uh, Amazon bought out the Expanse, so they have it all. So. Yeah, I, which is another another good show. But. Speaking of economics, I was listening to Marketplace or something, and they were talking about uh, Netflix and junk bonds, and I won't go into all that, but it was pretty interesting. They, Netflix hmm. should do a documentary about their junk bonds. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, I'm I'm all, the other thing I'm obsessing over right now are uh, the whole pellet grill 
question. Yes. All right. And I, I've gone. I've been. Going I wasn't back and sure forth. if that was for another episode. Yeah, I don't know. There's John's obsession segment. Yeah. <laughs> and pro- you know, maybe I shouldn't buy anything if the world's going to end. But <laughs> as long as you can get pellets, it, and it might be a good idea because there are rabbits in the backyard. Maybe. You're you fine. know, those, those wood pellets kind of do look like rabbit shit. <laughs> Maybe you could use or rabbit deer, shit. Deer pellets. Or... You could use rabbit shit to smoke a rabbit. That's perfect. There's a song. No. Rabbit shit. There's no song for this one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I For a while I was all set and then I, I thought, well, wait a minute. Maybe I should buy a traditional one that you use charcoal and wood chunks and all that with. I think that's what I would get. It's it's more work or it's more. Oh, uh, it's definitely more work, and I, I just I I'm I'm not sure I want to screw around with the lighting the fire and doing all this stuff and. But you'd like that app. And, you'd, you'd like that app that goes with the other ones. Well, the other the other one is just so damned easy, and if I'm honest, I'm usually pretty lazy about that, and, and sure. the, the path of least resistance will lead to some really good smoked food and john you're going to have an app so. to monitor even when you're at work you can say oh well i got you four could do that because some people you, will smoke these for like 12 hours well paul was talking about that paul s yeah paul 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 was kind of inspired this whole thing because he sure. made some really good food it's paul's fault and so did M- matthew p who has one of these devices too no mj's rolling her eyes if she would listen she doesn't it's fine she's still rolling her eyes this is where we need to insert the so good. <laughs> I've tried not to use that as much lately, but I put it in the last It's time. time. <laughs> Instead of whatever I'm saying right now, put that in. Wrong. Oh, it's one of my favorites. Uh, oh, it's a it's classic. so good. I think, I think our audience is, has waited long enough. It's, it's really good. Oops, I hit my mic stand are you actually considering going old school with a smoker because i thought well i was and i i'm kind of leaning back toward the the lazy pellet smoker you know what that might be the best fit for you i think today it is i just don't 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 think i'm quite ready to commit to uh to to the harder version have you ever watched so there is a different uh show on pbs uh digital studios it's like a pit there's a pit boss guy but have you yeah. ever seen any of that kind of stuff? Because that, I mean, that is really, I, I've really. I've seen, you know, yeah, I've definitely seen clips where how they make that stuff. That is really something. I mean, that. That's serious business. Wow. That's overnight. You know, they they have to keep 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 it going. Yeah. that That's the big thing that they won't be news to anybody who's done this. But the big thing is to keep the 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 fire at a, a certain temperature for a long time. Yeah. You got to stay up all night. And that's where these pellet smoker grills all do all that for you. They, you set the temperature like 200 degrees or whatever, and it just sits there and the computer keeps it exactly at the right temperature. You know, that all makes sense so. to me. And I, I'm not going to judge anybody that does yeah. goes that route, but I am, I am tempted to get an old school one. Not well, just because uh, Web, of the price. Weber, Weber has a really good one that everybody likes. It looks like your your the it looks a lot like the grill you already have, except it's it's skinnier and tall. Sure. You know, and you just put the fire in the bottom of it and put the meat in, and you adjust the temperature with the little uh, vent holes. Okay, vent holes. 
Let's recap. Fire in the bottom, put the meat in, vent holes. Yeah. Yeah, th- those things are you have been around for years. They're 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 very solid, but I th- I think it's more than I want to do. I get that. Yeah, I, I I just I mean I think I can I'm I'm capable of doing it. I just think that I wouldn't use it much. When I'm grilling, I I'm okay with letting it set and coming back and forth because I'm that kind of guy where I'm just running around all the time. It's I don't know. It's, no, would you do it? But you know, for ten hours though. I could. Yeah. Okay. Well, that might be the way to go. And the thing is, you can get really cheap ones that are not Weber. That it's just a metal barrel with a ring in the bottom. You can make one. Yeah. I'm, yeah. They're, not, they're, I mean, Alton gonna... Brown, you know, on on Food Network, he he had this one where you just took a ceramic um, flower pot and made one out of that. <laughs> oh wow! So if you want to go really cheap, you can no, do it. no, I, I would get, I would buy something. But so. then you got to get wood, and you got you want to get yeah. The, you got you have to have charcoal and the the wood chunks and all that, and and you want a nice uh, a good kind of wood to get the smoke right. The pellets, evidently, like Paul was talking. I yeah. mean, they have you know blends and there's a lot of pellets. Yeah, all the different hardwoods and the wrap on the pellet grills is often that you don't get as intense a smoke flavor out of them. Oh, I'd want that. And so that you, there is a trade-off, I guess. But I guess if you pair it with a nice smoky scotch, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, or it depends on how smoky you <laughs> like like the meat. Too. I like it smoky. Well, that's we'll a see. good point. You still haven't decided. I'm not really, no. All right. Well, I probably need to get rid of my... So I did have, I have your old propane grill still. Yeah. And uh, I finally figured out how the whole propane thing works. I still, I'm still a charcoal guy, but my uh, little Weber is pretty small, and that was probably one of your old Webers. I get John's. Yeah, and somebody gave that one to me back in the '90s. <laughs> they last forever. They really do. I've replaced the um, grill thing, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I would need to replace the uh, the grill slats or whatever they're called for the uh, the other grill the propane grill that i got from you mm-hmm. i think i need to replace those but oh you mean the grates grates thank you they're probably pretty rusted out <laughs> no they are yeah. but but i'm thinking of just maybe putting that out on the curb and see see if somebody takes it and getting a yeah. little smaller propane one yeah i like the small one i have well if, I, if i'm if it's a weeknight and i want to just cook something really quick i you just turn them on that big one was good though for like I'm gonna cook everything for the next week, you know. Yeah, they're huge. They really are. And but maybe yeah. I don't need that. Maybe you don't. I need a couple links from you, evidently. Hmm. So would you, would the, this hypothetical grill? Would you buy a, a charcoal or a gas one? Well, I have a char the old charcoal grill. Okay, which so I'm you buy with. a gas one. So I so I have a propane tank, so I want to get rid of. Yeah. So I probably might want <laughs> a another a different propane one. Yes. Yeah, you you know it, it's going to sound really boring, but from from all the research I did, the the Weber uh, propane grills are still the best ones. Yeah, boring's fine. They're pretty much universally praised. When life is so exciting. Uh, you know, on the interwebs and the news, it's it's okay to have something not stable, yeah. stable and, like and like the, uh, like uh, like Joe Biden. 
the yeah exactly yeah Weber gas grills are the Joe Biden of barbecue. <laughs> there you go. That's the title. There's a lot of truth there. That's that's not going to be a good song, but it's a good title. I need to mute myself for a minute. I don't know how. Never mind. <laughs> I forgot how to mute myself. Damn it. Yeah, pellet grills are, are, there's a ton of them out there, so it's hard, they're hard to research. Well, with any of these goddamn things, there's this huge range. And I, I, and I always want to find a middle, a middle ground, you know, because I don't want to spend X, but I don't want, and a lot of things like with sound equipment or whatever, there's this low end and high end. Or like when I bought my guitar, my acoustic guitar. Um, I found like a high end of the low end kind of thing, a seagull. And, uh, but it's, it's nice. There, there's no middle range. I, mean, I don't know if that's the same thing with, with grills, but that's well, there's, what I there's feel like. some of them, but the, the, the way the pellet grill thing has gone is that, so this company called Traeger, which you can you easily find, they, they invented this whole concept. Yeah. Back in the late 80s, I think, is when they first came out. And they had a patent on it for like 20 years. Wow. And then as soon, then at some point, their patent, you know, so 20 years later, their patent expired. You know, everybody made knockoffs. Sure. To be fair, some companies made better versions of it, but they're all kind of the same thing. Well, how many variations can you do on a pellet grill? I don't know. Yeah, they're, they're, they have different you know, little computer controllers and... The construction of them and the you know there's lots of variations but they're all they all basically do the same thing you know they they have this the little pellets are are pushed via an auger into a little combustion chamber where they're lit on a timer well it's the computer controls how fast or slow the pellets are pushed into the fire based on whatever temperature you want Yep. So you that's, turn it up and it pushes them in faster. That's pretty so, cool. So the, the the people on the the barbecue forums, <laughs> which is really a horrible place no. to to go hang out, so don't do it. <laughs> they, they'll refer to those grills as pellet poopers. Oh, <laughs> so somewhat derogatory uh, sure. term, but and, and boy, there there are some once in a while people make pretty un pc slash trump like comments and stuff like oh. that so you know shocker you know the barbecue people are all rednecks oh but, not all of them you, you have to you have to kind of the real pit bots pit, pit <laughs> bots <laughs> they're robots that make barbecue russian troll pit bots pit bots there no are. but you know some of That's these some of the the real master a lot of the master pit bots are not they're they're uh african-american really only but, a master of barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that that's you read a lot about that, and there, there are definitely some that are higher quality than others. But yeah, they all kind of do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like our our episodes. Yeah. Well, on that note, is that it? I, that's what I have. Um, that's all I got. There's no hardball. Is it, something has to fill that time slot? You know, they just have different people filling uh, right now because they're covering so many um, primaries and things like that. It's just kind of news. It's not like a show. It's just kind of their, you know, whatever's going on. They just kind of pretend like hardball didn't exist. 
It's not called anything. It's just a time filler news. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm fine. sure. I'm sure someday they'll put somebody in there. But. Well, okay. So here's another thing. My uh, one of my Friday traditions, or uh, what's not traditions? That's not the word I'm looking for. Routines. Thank you. I listened to the uh, weekly political roundup thing on uh, on uh, all things considered. With uh, and NPR, yeah, yes. Usually the hosts were David Brooks and E.G. E.J. Dion, Dion, yep, Dion Warwick, and uh, that has not been on for a while. So I actually emailed NPR, NPR, sorry, and they said Weekly Politics is uh, on hiatus, but it will return. And uh, I don't know what that means. I wonder if they're retooling it. Maybe they need... Because yeah, I don't know. I, I suspect that maybe the people they have are busy doing other things or something like that, or they're showing up on CNN or whatever. Well, because... and, and David Brooks does have other gigs. I mean, he's on with Mark Shields still, which I've, Is he start- really? okay. which I've yeah. started watching on, on NewsHour. Yeah, I haven't seen NewsHour in many years. But... I don't know because I've listened to it for a while now. And it, in the past, if one of them couldn't be on, they had a guest. And I think sometimes they had two guests when neither of them could be on. Well, it, seemed, it almost seemed like every other week they would have, uh, you're right. have the originals and then they'd have the upstarts. So I'm wondering if they're just like, it's time just for the upstarts. Or I wonder if they're trying to find new people. But it, a weird thing happened on, on Twitter where... A long time ago, I think three years ago, I commented on, uh, commented, or tweet, or tweeted. I don't know what I did, but uh, on um, that show with, and I tagged David Brooks and E.J. Dion, Dion, and uh, somebody replied. It's like three years later, and 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 I was included on it. Uh, in my Twitter notifications, and what's going on? As, as if I'm part of the show, <laughs> and uh, what? What? Why isn't this on anymore? So I'm wondering what that's going to happen. Oh, stay tuned. I'm going to check my Twitter. I don't do that. They're, they're going to make it more like Hardball, <laughs> <laughs> or less. No, no, well, they, they it, won't it do that. It was pretty darn polite. Oh no, I know. Well, and David Brooks. He gets a lot of flack, but from both the left and the right. But I, I've always, I've always appreciated his insight and EJ Dion and 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 uh, and Chris Matthews and and whoever else. Um, but maybe, maybe they're maybe they're going to turn it over to other people. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Let, let's, let's give it all to the kids. Yeah, not my kids. So who's going to take over for us? I don't think the, uh, the we podcast tonight on the air. <laughs> I'd like to thank all of our listeners. Uh, you're very important. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're all retiring. Whatever it was that I said that pissed you off, I'm sorry. Yeah, I retire. <laughs> I, and I, as of right now, we'll always have time to lean. Oh, hi. Um, I guess I'm on the show now. Wow. That was... Uh, That's it. I got to pee. So. That was time to pee. <laughs> it is time. literally time to pee. And... There's no song. Okay, so here's the thing, too, though, is that <laughs> there might not be one. I have to, you know, I drink a lot of water. I want to stay uh, hydrated. But now with 
COVID-19, if you go pee, you got to wash your hands for 20 uh, hours, 20 hours, <laughs> minutes. And, and then it's like, I can't, I, I'm just washing my hands all day. Well, whatever. Okay. Well, okay here's, here's one follow up on that. So the news headlines are saying people are stocking up on blah, blah, blah and bottled water. Why are people hoarding bottled water? You can't, is the water supply going to get contaminated? I don't know what they think or is will going it, to happen here. Or will it stop? Really? So that's, let, that's where it reminded me of the, all the hurricane stuff. Because, well, right. But, okay, so I don't know how the water treatment system works. But if everyone's sick or can't go to work, we still have water, don't we? It just might not be. We I'll won't have get essential people to to keep the water running. We need robots. John. I, I just I I don't know. I, I I I people get really funny about stuff like that. I agree with you, but I also I'm I'm trying to figure out the logic to where. Oh well, maybe we can't have water. Well, that's anymore. the point, Phil. There's not a logic. <laughs> but Mike Pence is in charge, and we're elbow bumping, and we're it's going to be okay, everybody. Don't panic. Just wash your hands. Oh, wait, what's exactly. your song that you use when you uh, wash your hands? Do you have a song? Well, I heard in rehearsal last night that it was the opening from Mahler's Fifth Symphony would work for that. <laughs> God. <laughs> if, you, if you're a complete dweeb. <laughs> I pretty, you know, I hate to say it, I wash my hands like I often do anyway. And I, I'm oh, a hand washer. Right? I have sure, been taking so. a little longer, but I don't sing a song. So people are recommending like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, Happy Birthday, I've been going with uh, Planet Claire by the B-52s. I, everybody's got their own thing. Yeah. And uh, Heather, if you're still listening, B-52s. Wash your hands, the B-52s. Good night, everybody. Well, good night. Good, stay, good. Stay safe out there. Good something. Yeah, stay safe in there. Don't go out. <laughs> yeah, just stay home. Uh, people don't want to see you anyway. <laughs> good night, John. Ah, uh, good night. Here's the song. She's unchallenging but pleasant. She's not your average peasant. I'd like to invite her for pheasant, but perhaps she'd prefer an old game hen or a turkey, a goose, or a francolin. But perhaps she doesn't eat meat. Certainly not pickled cock's feet. Perhaps a salad with pickled beet I wonder if she even eats She does look a little bit gaunt But not quite as pale as a debutante She's even thinner than my old grey aunt I wonder if she even likes men Or only has a yen for one now and then Would she walk with me in the glen? I think I'll just smile and tip my hat She smiled back and that was that I guess I'll go home to my cat